Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 169 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Right here. And Matt. Pumped. Yeah, we're getting pumped. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Also, it's been two oh, weeks since Cocaine! It's been two weeks since we No, The Undertaker. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay. 316, baby. Don't don't get it. That's that's when God came and saved the world with his only begotten son. Stone Cold? Is that really what it is? John 316, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I thought like maybe he was saying like Stone Cold is saying that he's the I person. just thought that was party time at 316 in the morning. Right? No, I think like now I now I need to know this this is going to take a turn, guys. What what do you think it's John? Maybe some other 316. What does it mean? What is the meaning of Stone Cold's awesome 316? Does it mean that's 316 o'clock? Oh, you sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers. And didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about your John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. And then smash a Budweiser over your head. Ah! Well, it's a wrestling event, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, sorry we've been out for two weeks, guys. Uh, summer kind of grabbed us by the balls and wouldn't let go. Um, I think the first... The first one we missed uh, was we was for your birthday. We were tubing, and we were no condition to record a show when we got back. Um, and then I had to work uh, last weekend, which kind of blew. But uh, that is, yeah. So we, I, I apologize. We have a show this week, though. So. I, thought, I thought about after the fact, like you know, I maybe I could try doing a solo show. Just record and it just probably have a bunch of would spaces. be interesting. And then after I record the whole spot, like the whole episode with a bunch of spaces, record like in the uh, other column Lit- in the interview, <laughs> like just start talking in between. So responding yourself, yeah. And just every a thing where Carlos is talking to himself mm-hmm. the entire time. So Carlos, what do you think about this new movie? Well, Carlos, you can't talk about that. No, that's this is stupid. We don't do the tree thing anymore. It's just stupid. It's been played out. Well, I mean. I guess it kind of has been. Well, yeah, but nobody was talking about that. But the you, show could yeah, be, but like if it would just be me responding. To that. The yeah. show could be Chris on Carlos. Yeah, the, it's an interview. Yeah, maybe we'll save that. For <laughs> that. We'll, we'll we'll keep that for a future thing. For All when right. things get desperately bad again. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get uh, too deep here, I do want to give a shout out to our Zach Belt patron, Zach Zablowski. Uh Stick it through with. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through thick and thin, and shows and no shows, famine and drought. Or no, it's famine, drought, and what? Uh, the what's the a bounty? The bounty? one where you have the one where you have lamb's blood on your door handles. Yes, oh, and lamb's ba- blood. When your firstborn son when gets the firstborn son, uh, all that the firstborn Jordan's sons gonna in Egypt. live and you're going to die. Oh, fuck nuggets. No, it's okay. We're Jewish. We're going to live. Oh, we'll cool. put the lamb. Because we, we know the secret to put blood above the door, and we're not Egyptian. You just but don't we, know when it is, and I'm not going to tell you when it it's is. It's on Passover, dummy. But we, you don't know when it is. Yeah, huh? It's on Passover. Also, we don't have any lambs, but we don't have any firstborn. You're, wait, wait! You're I'm a firstborn. I'm, I'm a firstborn. But I'm, a, I'm first an adult. Born. It doesn't count anymore, right? Nope. So no, you're, you're still a firstborn. Like we kind of get fucked on the whole firstborn oh. thing. Like the only thing you'll have left is Pete. Would that be like my? <laughs> <laughs> would that be like my father would too? Because he was a firstborn son. I guess. And then. So wait, my so, father would be fine. So actually, if you think about it, like, wouldn't Egypt have like actually lost? All their people. Oh, and the Pharaoh should have died too. Yeah, no, th- th- we're not here to talk about how the Bible doesn't make any sense today. Uh, we're like here the whole to talk army about. Should have been dead. I mean, we can do that. We could poke holes in this story all day long. Well, I just never... how did he make it rain frogs? Well, I mean, like, I hey, get... how was that a thing? I get it that people back then had lots of kids because they were dying left and right from everything. But still, like, so is it the firstborn that lived past two or? I don't know. So like if there if like if there was an infant that didn't make it, what if they weren't born yet? If they were like, were they maybe just it's just uh, firstborn, and if you've had a kid, then it doesn't count on you anymore. 
So, like, my father had me, and I'd be his firstborn, but it doesn't count on him because he had a kid. Oh, because he then had if a firstborn. I had, what, but then maybe if I have a kid, What then, if you're adopted? Uh, and you don't know if you're the firstborn? Yeah. You'll find... But you're like the thir- you're like the middle child that was adopted into it. But then, the, then they find out that their firstborn and their adopted middle son died, <laughs> and they think they got cheated. What if you're not Egyptian? What if you're just there on a work visa? Well, no. It, it, it was anybody in the city who didn't have the blood above their... Door. Oh. And then I'm I'm figuring like there's a couple of Egyptians, Egyptian families who made it. They're like, man, all of our Jewish neighbors are putting blood on their doors. And it was like raining frogs the other day. Maybe we should do this too. But you know, the thing is that uh, they probably wouldn't know what blood it is. So they'd probably put like other blood on there. What other blood would it be? I don't know. They, I didn't even think that there were lambs in Egypt in the first place. That's that. They use lambs for everything in the Bible. Like breakfast, lamb. Lunch, lamb. Sacrifice, Sa- sacrifice, lamb. lamb Saving your chops. firstborn children, lambs. Like I, I, they're everything. Weddings, lambs. Need a funerals, uh, lambs. Need a manger, lambs. Use a lamb one, because lambs. <laughs> wait, so they ba- they made mangers for lambs? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they make for lambs. I'm. I didn't. Like. I. I'm pretty sure they didn't know like what adult sheep looked like. Man, we would just <laughs> all just fail out of Bible school. So if Jesus is our shepherd, then does that mean we are the the sheep's and the lambs? That means we just Man. go willy nilly whenever. You right guys to the slaughter. Lambs. I'm gonna be a fucking Shit. sheep. But only if he's putting our door on or our blood I'm on doors. Our door on our blood. <laughs> All right, onward with the show. <laughs> I thought that was the show. Oh, okay. Thanks for <laughs> this joining is, this us. This is the BNS. Uh, this is BNA Sunday School. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Where we will we we're, we're going to tackle all the hard questions that they won't tackle in Sunday School. Yeah, like the dinosaurs. Like, are you a lamb or are you a sheep? Is it better to be how, one than the other? How greasy is Samson's hair? Nobody knows. Before or after it was cut? Well, before obviously. Why would it be greasy after it was cut? He got a haircut. Yeah, Who's but. Samson? Oh, he's the one who, uh, as long as he didn't cut his hair, he had super strength. Uh, and he, then... He murdered a shit ton of people oh, with, yeah. like, a bone. Well, yeah, the, the jawbone of an ass. Oh. Um, like, he's the Bible's Hercules. And uh, then then uh, he got seduced by this woman, and she cut his hair. Was so that he lost Jezebel? No, it was Delilah. I yeah, think it was something or other. I think it was Delilah. What the hell does I could that be wrong. teach? And then, and then, uh, and then, like uh, a bunch of uh, Philistines came for him, and he was like, "Oh no, I don't have my strength because I got a haircut." And then God granted him one last thing of strength, so he could topple the temple down on top of himself and all the Philistines. Hmm. Oh, those Philistines! Always world's first suicide bomber. Oh, you went there, huh? I did, I did. Where, where, where else does that story go? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe he wanted to take a nap, and he figured that the temple would make a great blanket. <laughs> so does that mean he's gonna be like uh, the new X Men movie? Oh yeah! Oh man, the Bible X Men. I would watch that film. Because some sunlight will go hit some gold like that's next yeah, to him, and like all the apocalypse his buried hair, underneath the Philistine. His hair all of a sudden starts bursting, just sprouting. Yeah, he, he, like he a, looks like cousin it. Or no, yeah. like in Adventureland when he takes off his helmet, his uh, little hat, it goes. Whoosh, he doesn't so have. Flowy. He doesn't have a a, a cape. Like and he has like heroes. big. It's yeah. just long hair, flying, long, flowing. Bl- I'm just picturing blonde hair for some reason. I don't know why. I was picking like picturing a darker, like uh, kind of like <laughs> that guy who used to sell uh, butter in the '90s on those commercials. Yeah, there was some model who would like uh, some Fabio. Yeah, oh, Fabio. Fabio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Fabio hair. Yeah. yeah. There's a video of Fabio being crowd surfed very recently at a show. He's still a thing. He's still really? alive. I didn't realize he was still alive. <laughs> All right, Carlos, what have you been up to besides not, uh, going to Sunday school? <laughs> not too much. Uh, no Man's Sky just dropped. Space exploration game where it's a massive, gigantic universe. and It's pretty good. I haven't made very much progress. I don't know how to gauge progress. I dick around a shit ton. I've made almost three million. I have a lot of alien language figured out. I can, like, I've figured out a lot of puzzles correctly. I know 30 words. 35. That's, that's Let's hear them. 
It doesn't work that it way. It doesn't work that Damn way. Damn it. Yeah, I probably know about that. About that many. But yeah, it's a nice... It's a pretty cool game. Pretty massive. Uh, what is it? Eight quintillion or 18 quintillion planets? Yeah, just a few or systems out there. Yeah. Uh, trying to think what else. Not too much in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've played a bunch of D&D actually recently. Like uh, A lot of D&D lately. And we actually recorded... Uh, we tried uh, the online Roll20 today. Yeah, we didn't record that. Well, yeah. no, it wasn't recorded. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we tried. We tried roll twenty. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, from a player's standpoint, what did you what did you think of it? Because I don't know what you guys see like when I do the dynamic lighting. There was a bit of a stuff. learning curve. Like it doesn't fill everything out for you automatically for mm-hmm. certain things. Uh, which like for like for something like that's best built like a for a, a character sheet built like an Excel spreadsheet. Like it, there's not really a reason that it doesn't do everything for you in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was all right. Like it was like there's a bit of learning curve. It I it was it's good. It was good that at least like there's a couple people that like had experience with D and D beforehand because mm-hmm. you don't want to jump right into that like trying to figure everything out like without anybody with experience. But like we had uh, like I me we had me you and Matt so like we had uh, enough people to help uh, everybody else get uh, their handle over everything. Yep. It was also interesting trying to teach people without having the. Seeing their character sheet right there, yeah, because that was that was another interesting thing. But I, I like the uh, map and everything. Like that was a cool setup, and I don't know. I, I, th- I can see like how people can like run campaigns period- or like really often with it, especially with uh, once you get more used to some like the ins and outs of the program. Yeah, yeah no, that dynamic lighting is really cool. Yeah, like, I think it's super neat. So except basic- for the weird, except for the weird parts where. Uh, I'm seeing stuff that I shouldn't be seeing. Oh, yeah. But that only happened once, I think. I think it was twice. Um, maybe. But, yeah, so, like, um, it, it, you create, like, a little light bubble around the character, and uh, it reveals the map as they walk forward, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. Was the creature that you met in the game friendly? Mm-hmm. The No Man's Sky creature? Yep. The one that was basically just two legs? Yep. And I was trying to figure out what it was? Yes, it was. It, okay, was, it was amicable. Did you kill it anyways? No, I didn't kill it anyway. I've only, I only kill the things that attack me. So if it's just two legs, is it like two legs and just giant butt? No, it was just two legs and a head. I was really confused, and so I had to, like, it was the first one I had to take a screenshot of. Because I was like, what is this? I did not understand. Yeah. It was beyond my comprehension. Um, but a lot of the creatures, like, some of them look really messed up, but I haven't found, like, any really cool-looking ones yet. One of the things I did in the last couple of weeks is I played some Fallout 4. You know, I just, I've had that game for a while, and I decided to go back to it, and they, there have been a lot of expansions that have dropped lately. It's like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And one of the things they changed, uh, Bethesda did, was if you have any mods installed, I'm running on PC, so, of course, I have mods installed, that uh, you all of a sudden, you can't get achievements anymore. So one of the first things I had to do was mod that out of the game, <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of an involved process, and I have to now I have to apparently keep that an eye on that, and it's a little bit more unstable than it was before because I like to uh, sometimes I like to quick save and then quick load over and over again, and some, that just makes my game crash pretty often. So I got it, but uh, yeah, that's always a fun game to go back to, Bethesda games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Otherwise. Okay, Matt, what have you been up to? Uh, Happy of... belated birthday! Oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, just a lot of work. My birthday night was pretty fun. Everybody sang happy birthday to me at midnight. Uh, I saw Star Trek. How was it? I liked it a lot. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I gotta go see it. It, wa- it wasn't as great as others, but it was a lot of fun. Okay. And I went to go see that movie Nerve about. Uh, it's basically a truth or dare game on your phone, and uh, everybody's phone is the server, so it's kind of impossible to shut it down. So this girl wants to be cool, so she decides to play the game, and basically users dare them to do stuff and give them money to do it. It's really high tension, and it's really fucking cool. I huh. was really Can't impressed. you just say, like, no, I'm not going to do that? And then you lose all the money you made. Then you lose the game. But wait, how long <coughs> does it keep going, though? Uh, until the finals, which you find out in the movie. But, yeah. so wait, you have to keep going and going and going until, like, only one person wins? Yep. 
That's stupid because there's probably millions of people playing. It's just in the one. Like, it started in Seattle or whatever as something, and then they right. finished there, and then now it, with this one was taking place in New York, I guess. Oh, so there's only a certain number of yeah. people playing? Yeah. And I, I yeah, I, I thought it didn't really explain that at the beginning. I thought it was like a game that just happens every day and it's all like, day it's long. Just, it's just an no, app there's actually downloaded. A, there's actually finals to this thing. So, but uh, yeah, like one of the things uh, she is riding a motorcycle with Dave Franco, James Franco's younger brother or whatever, and he has to put a sticker over his thing, so he has to do it blindfold, and they'll get like ten thousand dollars for it. They have to reach sixty miles an hour within a certain time limit. It's pretty cool. That is terrifying. I know. What else was there? Oh, some guy had to lay on train tracks and be flat there so the train would go over him. Yeah. Can't you, like, just check your the train times ahead of time to make sure that you're going to be safe? No, like, you had to wait for the train to come, oh. and he had to go down on the ground. So, like, your phone is... Vi- you have to make sure your phone is videotaping it, and then all the users are watching it, so it's Wait, all like live. a selfie? You have to do a selfie the whole it's time? It's all live. It's I live video. That's how you lose an arm and a head. Well, he just set the phone up so, there, so it was facing you. Oh, so they're not running around the whole time. You're watching them taking selfies. Anybody have a selfie stick as they're doing space. it? That's a really what? good way to die. Yeah, I don't know. They're, everybody's filming other people, and you can watch live feeds from other people, so it's kind of like Periscope. Okay. Only you're daring people to do stuff, and it goes into like the dark web and stuff. It was kind of cool. All right. All right. I enjoyed it. Sounds interesting, if nothing else. It like, was one of them indie hits that yeah. kind of turned yeah. out to be a big deal. Sweet. Yeah, it does sound interesting. I saw Suicide Squad. But and that was shit. Really? Oh, god That's damn it. The problem was is I really wanted to like the movie and there was there was glimpses of like good in there. Like anytime like Will Smith or Margot Robbie were on the screen you're like this this could be awesome. But then Jared Leto shows up and ruins everything. <laughs> How much of them was in there? Too much. Like how much? Like I don't know. I, I it was too much. Right. Whatever. Like they should have just left him out completely because his Joker is terrible. Worst. Like just fucking horrible. They need to bring back uh, the guy who was the 1989 bat, uh, Joker. Jack Nicholson. He's Jack Nich- way too old remember. for that. Yeah, now. yeah, he's too old now. Yeah, I think they should uh, do that, or they could go with the, the 1966 Batman. So that, that guy's probably dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the guy Caesar Ramon. Yeah, Caesar Romero. I want to say. Yeah, the guy who wouldn't r- shave his mustache. Yeah, that was great. No, but remember like, when that was the only problem they had with Jokers? Yeah, and now we like, have this guy. Like, he wasn't. He was trying to top Heath Ledger the whole time. Yeah, and like he could like even tell like whenever he like talked about like the role like how he thought that he was topping Heath Ledger too. He wasn't at all like. He is a very pretentious actor. He's yeah. got a lot of good roles, but he is, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just, I was like, after about thirty seconds of screen time, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you. Even listening to his Nerdist episode, like, I, yeah, I'm not a. Huge and like all the fan. things, like, like to all, all the stuff, episode. like him and he and the director subjected them to, on the set to, like all the just bizarre shit that he'd send them. And, yeah, like, and like, and like that's not that's just being an asshole, like. That's not just method acting. That's, That's not method acting. And you can't method act the Joker. Like, how about you try actual acting? Right. And maybe not... Maybe... Do they not run this by this new Joker by anybody beforehand? I was so. I was reading an article that uh, because the trailer with the Bohemian Rhapsody did so well, uh, and it got so much positive stuff or whatever, they sent the final cut of the movie to that trailer company to finalize the finish finished product. They did something like so. the The biggest problem with that movie is it didn't make any goddamn sense. Like there were too many fingerprints all over it, uh, and they had too many characters that they were trying to deal with. And the bad guys didn't feel like bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like like they had to do a bunch of reshoots too to add in comedy. Well, yeah. Well, and they and like every other line was, "Remember how we're the bad guys as we're saving puppies." Like, come on. Like I'm pretty sure the crocodile is supposed to eat people. I don't know if he does in the like nope. if they bring that up in the movie, but he's like a fucking cannibal in the comics. Yeah. And like no, there's they are these are bad people. Yeah. And you don't really get that. And yeah, the entire thing was just really irritating. Uh, I went to go see that with Pete, and we both just left disappointed. Uh, there was a trailer for the new Star Wars uh, film. They released another trailer for uh, Rogue Squadron. Was it? No. Uh, yeah. Yep. Or no, Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. 
and it still looks great. Yeah, I'm really excited for that movie. Like they did it more looks... reshoots, like apparently, like, uh, but it doesn't look bad. Like it still looks like a war movie, and like that's what I'm excited about. Like it looks like a. Like well, a dirty it, dozen. It looks like the dirty dozen as a Star Wars film. Well, and it looks like like you get to see the of the rebellion on the losing side and how they're terrorists and yeah, like how other people view like because the rebellion's not the good guys. Uh, like for the most part, yeah. Like I don't know. It, it looks good. I'm really hopeful. Like because like the last Star Wars, it was fun, but it was kind of derivative of all the other stuff. Oh yeah, well and it, it was like that's that's what Abram set out to do. Yeah. That, and, like that was like that was that was the best way to say like hey, have faith in what we're doing from now yeah. on. And then they now I'm really excited for this one. Yep. So, uh this past week, did I tell you my um so you know how we got that big storm on Thursday? No, it was Wednesday night. Did yeah, I tell you my yeah. Wednesday night story? No. Okay. Matt knows a little bit of it cuz I was texting him while things were happening. Yeah, I was working, and I'd laugh yep. every now and then. be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so my boss uh, got a new boat, uh, like a 40-footer, like a big boat. And Wednesday night, uh, he's like, hey, who wants to go out on the boat tonight? I'm like, I want to go out on the boat. That sounds like fun. He's like, yeah, we'll go from Stillwater down to Hudson, get some food, have a couple of cigars, a few beers. I'm like, this sounds like a great time. Uh, so it was me and my coworker Fred and uh, Bob. Because Pete and Jake are smart and didn't go. Uh, so, like, we see this storm starting to roll in a little bit uh, when we're in Stillwater. And we're like, ah, you know, it looks like it'll blow up north. So, if we head south down to Hudson, we should be okay. And so, we get down to Hudson without any any problems, really. We get up to the dock. I hop on, uh, I hop on the dock. And, like, as soon as I get on the dock... The the boat the wind blows the boat away, like twenty feet away from the dock. And Bob's like, "Go get the food. I'll circle around and come back for you." So I run up to Agave to go get the food. It's like I don't know, two three blocks. And I get up there as soon as I step in the door, the rain starts just pouring down, just pouring rain. So I grab the food. I get down to the dock. As soon as I step foot on the dock, my phone rings. Don't leave the restaurant. We can't get back to the dock. <laughs> So I'm standing in the rain with hamburgers, and so I go up to Dick's, and I'm soaking wet. Uh, I call a cab, uh, open a tab, have a couple of beers while waiting for the cab. Then, so the cab shows up. It's about 45 minutes later, so it's 9.30, 9.45 at this point, and I've been texting Matt, like, all mad, because they left me behind with their hamburgers. <laughs> so I eat my hamburger. I gave uh, I gave uh, Bob's fries, my boss's fries, away to a cute girl who wanted fries. And I was like, yep, this this works for me. Uh, and then, uh, then, then I make it to Stillwater. I get to Stillwater, and my phone rings. And he's like, are you in Stillwater at the marina? Yeah, I am. Stay there for like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay. Ten, ten minutes rolls around, and I get another call. Come back to Hudson and pick us up. <laughs> so, what happened during this time while I'm sitting drinking beer, trying to get dry again, um, they're going in circles because a train is stopped on the train bridge, and they can't get under it because they're too big. Uh, and a train stopped and broke down on the tracks. <laughs> so, they're stuck. They're going in circles. And then... One of his, uh, he has two engines. One of his engines goes out, and so he's going in circles with one engine. All as the storm is going. Yeah, all of this storm is raging. Like there's, there's like, like three, uh, four foot waves. Does he have like cover in there? Or no, it's just an open boat. No, no, it's uh, it, it's two levels. So the top, um, he needs to replace all the canvas, uh, and now he really needs to replace all the canvas because like the wind blew out the windows and stuff, the canvas windows, and apparently my coworker Fred. Uh, was below deck, wrapped in a blanket, and like laying on a pillow, while Bob is up there, and like Bob's yelling down, Fred! Fred, I need help! And Fred's just sitting there. <laughs> what an oh asshole. Oh my god. Oh yeah, and so, uh, I get, I get to Hudson, I get to the dock, and he had called another one of his buddies, and it's, by this time it's about 10.30, 11 o'clock, 
And so, like, he comes in, like, roaring into the dock, and we have to, like, grab the boat and tie it down real quick so it doesn't blow away immediately again. And, oh, yeah, it was it was a fucking night. I don't think I got home until 1 a.m. Jesus. Because after that, you know, he's, like, he gets off the boat and his knees are shaking. He's like, I need a drink and a cigar. <laughs> and probably some warm clothing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we we were all drenched. Just all completely drenched, but yeah, that was the first uh, boat outing for the, for the company. It was a lot of Very, fun. Very uh, fortuitous mm. of future events on yep. the boat. Well, yeah, and then, well, then we get we get to we go to a bar, and I I bring him his hamburger, and he's like, "Where are my fries?" Well, about that, <laughs> you left me on a dock, so I gave them away. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but uh, now he's like. So I think uh, I think you need to come out on the boat with me in the middle of a day and just teach me how to use it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know anything, but yeah, yeah, I will do that. Because I was like trying to figure out his radar and shit. Because he has radar. Didn't help him that day. No, because I couldn't get the radar to work. I got the depth finder to work, so he knew how deep the water was. Not useful. No, no. <laughs> radar would have been more useful. But yeah, that was that was my that was my Wednesday this week. And I found, uh, have you been to Brit's Pub in Minneapolis? Uh, one time. I had a beer there. That place is super fucking yeah, cool. They have the grassy area Yeah, Yeah, they have, they have, um, a, uh, a lawn on the roof. That's cool. Well, it was, and they, they have, like, lawn bowling and stuff, and when we got there, a band was just finishing up, and then, like, a Shakespearean play started on the other side, and... I wonder what kind of upkeep that is to have a lawn on a roof. Like, I know you have to mow it and stuff, but, like... But, yeah, I, I have no idea, but, I mean, and it's huge, too. It's a mm-hmm. huge bar. Yeah, when, uh, like, the USA Soccer or whatever, they usually have it up there, or else they also broadcast, like, Manchester and stuff. Yeah, and it looks like they have a spot for, like, movies and stuff, mm-hmm. too, up there. Yeah, that's usually where they do the, oh, nice. the games up there. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Good, like, just good beer and a really cool atmosphere. It was awesome. All right, I think that's all the interesting things that I've been doing. Yeah, well, it has been a quite a few weeks. So it's been two. Yeah, don't say quite a few. It's been a couple, and a I few, feel really bad about it. A few is two or as many as five. Uh, oh, I burned Pete with a cigar. That's a thing that happened. Um. He probably deserved it. Well, he he elbowed the cigar, and he thought I was biting him. Did you lose any <laughs> of your cigar? No, the cigar stay lit, all right. so we're good. <laughs> um, all right, so we have beer. We yeah. should talk about this beer. Matt, do you need more beer? No, I just poured a little bit. This one's still half full. Okay, all right. Um, so we have Outboard Cream Ale uh, from Milwaukee Brewing Company. Uh it's a cream ale that comes in at 5% ABV. Uh, Milwaukee uh, Brewing is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Who would have thunk that? Well, weird. I know, right? Carlos, uh, you've been sucking it down over there. What do you think? It's a cream ale. I mean, I'll be honest with plain cream ales. It's not a whole lot that generally sticks out. Like, This is like easy to drink. Right? It's a cream ale that's at 5%, so of course it's easy to drink. Uh, but doesn't really have anything that sets it out from the pack, though. Mm-hmm. I gotta say that. But yeah, it's smooth and goes down easy. So, Matt, uh, it's smooth and goes down easy. That's for sure. It's a little too sweet for me. I've had other cream ales that aren't so sweet. Yeah, but oh yeah, I li- I I like it. It's good. That's that's my big uh, complaint with this one is it's very sweet. And I wasn't sure if that was just because I'm drinking coffee. No, I taste sweet. Okay, yeah. so as, as long as I'm not the only one who thinks it's super sweet. Um, Pitchfork has one on right now that I tried on Friday that is very uh, very grainy. Like, um, I think I'd prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one's very sweet. Uh, what, what, what score would you give it? Where do you, where would be like you know all the other cream ales? Uh, um, well, uh, Spotted Cow is a cream ale. I kind of like uh, Spotted Cow a little bit more, but I'm going to give Spotted this Cow isn't as sweet. Yeah, I'm yeah trying to think I either six and a half no, or a seven. This, so this. I'll give it a like it's not bad. I'll give it a six and a half though. Okay, I'll go for a seven. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. It's just very sweet. It's almost like, almost cloying. But again, that could be because I'm drinking coffee side by side. 
I don't notice because my meal today was some beef jerky and some peanut M&M's. I had some leftover pizza from last night, and it was delicious. had mushrooms on it. Mm-mm, mushrooms. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, it has an 82 on Beer Advocate. So. All right. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's that's about where it should be. Not spectacular, but not a bad beer, though. Yeah. MK, MKE makes some good beers. What's your favorite MKE beer? Uh, was it is it the Blood Orange IPA that they have? Maybe the Blood something? Orange one was pretty good. That one was really good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. We did that. It's been so long. I'm trying to remember News. how to do the show. Yeah. Just getting there. News. The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. I gotta stop that because this will just, it'll start playing the outro and then it'll be really confusing and people will yell at me. A group of parents in Florida have filed a lawsuit against the State Department of Education uh, because their children are not being allowed to move on to fourth grade. Wait, a group of them? Yes, a large group of them. During their children's third grade year, these parents opted out their children from the mandatory, mandatory standardized uh, reading tests. <laughs> the only problem is there is no official opt-out clause attached to the bill uh, that put these tests into place. So if the child doesn't take and pass the test, they aren't allowed to move on in school. Why the fuck would they not want to take it? Because they don't believe in standardized testing. Is that like the, remember when we were in school, like the Iowa, some yeah. Iowa basics test? Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah, kind of like that, except yeah. this was put in, uh, like, with, with, like, the no child left behind and okay. stuff. So, but, I mean, a little bit after it's us. It's the third grade reading test. It's, you can't really fail it, as long as well, you, you can read you, yeah, some yeah. words. And so, these parents have decided that it's unfair that uh, they can't opt out of the mandatory test. Um, but there hasn't been a ruling yet as to whether or not their children will be allowed to move on uh, to the fourth grade. Uh, the children are really put, or the parents are pushing that the kids should be allowed to move on to fourth grade until after the ruling, uh, like while while the court case is going on. And I'm like, yeah, but then why do you have the court case in the first place? And the like, the attorneys representing the state department's like, you know how this word mandatory is here. <laughs> and you're in a public school? Yeah, That's a good point, yeah. So so none of the parents are just like, okay, I'll let my kid take it so he can go on to fourth grade? Yeah. Well, I they, don't know if they... Like, well, no, I, I don't know if they... I don't know if you can do that because oh. they're all administered at the same time. Like, I'm like I'm pretty... Like, all across all those schools, I'm sure they're releasing at the same time. They yeah. They'd have to do a special test on top of that. Well, and every other student's taking it. Like, so can you imagine? And those kids are probably like, yay, we don't have to take a test. Yeah, and now they're like, oh, why well, don't get a leave? And so now they're perpetually stuck in third grade until their parents let them take the test. Yep. So or the homeschool parents, them. What do they think of that? It's too hard on them? And like, the, to, to, it's, it's horseshit. Like, I understand standardized tests suck, and test scores should not be tied to school funding. Like, I think that's stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, having a having some sort of gateway to move on isn't the worst idea. So you know at least, like... But I, I think it should more be a... Like, it shouldn't stop them from moving on, but it should show what areas that child needs to work in. Yeah. Like, or I feel as like, a whole, what that school needs to work in. Exactly. The thing is, like, a lot with a lot of cl- class sizes, even if you know what they, that kid needs, you can't really Yeah, you can't. You can't focus on like it. Like, when you have 32 kids or more in the classroom. Yeah, but if you... Like the the way I'm thinking, and maybe I'm oversimplifying things, but if you have like if you like I'm thinking like graded classes, so you have um like some so you have like this class that focuses a little bit heavier on math to help the kids who are falling behind in math, and then this one that's focused a little heavier heavier on reading and stuff like that, and so you can like so all so not all the classes are the same, so you can kind of stagger the kids a little bit did you uh in your this is slightly off topic in uh, your elementary school did you have like uh, advanced classes uh yes uh i i was in some was not in others like uh, that, uh, my school had an advanced uh reading class so like i was in that in fourth grade it's like easy you just fucking read some story and like talk about it it was great mm-hmm. fifth grade came around though and you had to read you had to do reports so I noped the fuck right out of that. Mm-hmm. 
And like apparently, so I I basically just didn't go to it. Like apparently, I got in trouble for that. Yeah, like just not showing up. Like the teacher, uh, why aren't you going? Oh, I'm not going to that anymore. I don't want to. I didn't discuss it with anybody. I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing this shit. I'm in fifth grade. I don't want to do any fucking homework. Right. I don't want to do any homework until I'm in high school. I don't think I even and did that's homework what I in did. high school. <laughs> yeah. I think the only homework I did in high school was uh, calculus. Yeah, I actually uh, in uh, middle school, uh, I actually was. Uh, I had like I was almost failing math just because I wasn't doing my homework. I I almost failed a quarter of middle school because I didn't like one of the teachers, and so I thought a good idea to say fuck you to her was to just not turn in my assignments, not really thinking this through, <laughs> and so then and then because uh, it was sixth grade. Uh, and Ellsworth had this stupid like no flunking thing. They sent they send you to a remedial class uh, after like so it's like four or five hours long after school um, one night, and you have to do like all of your all the makeup assignments that you can to do to get a D minus. Yeah. And I had I had done all of the assignments. I just never turned them in, and so I just piled them up and gave them to her, and then read a book for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty so did great. Did you end up with a good grade? <laughs> no, uh, I got a D minus in that class, but it was middle was she, school, so was it didn't she matter. Exasperated with you? Over yeah. That? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Why? Why didn't you just turn these in? Didn't wanna." That's I know, great. She had, she had a bubbly personality, and I don't like bubbly. I still That's a little like extreme, actually, to respond to bubbly. <laughs> like I can get like not like that, but that's that's really extreme. At least, too happy all the time. He's trying least, to bring her down and not. At least my reason was I just didn't want to, like, uh, do homework. <laughs> well, no, I didn't want. To, I didn't ever. I, I never. No, did like it in as middle homework. school, I only ever did homework if I was actually in on school premises. Mm-hmm. Saying I'm off, off. Nope. Oh no, there's it. there's no homework unless you're that on. was me too. And I can't tell you how many times I'd be like in English class and like you'd oh read the story and then write and like uh, we'll stop you and then we'll just write down stuff. So like I just keep reading and reading. I just won't hear well, them say the, stop right. and like start doing the questionnaire. And, like I'd just be reading. Well, and, like, the question the questionnaires were always so damn easy. Yeah, it's like what character said this? Well, this character said this. And, like, Dummy. All, and there's like also some like I remember there were, like quizzes like where some questions were wrong. Like name a sport where uh, you where you want a low score. Like the only answer was. Uh, can't remember whether was it uh, tennis they wanted, and, like I put in like golf. They're like, nope, that's not an answer. You don't want a low score in golf. It's like what? Yeah, you do want a low score in golf. I played video games. <laughs> I know how golf works. Damn it. But yeah, yeah, I always like I. But back to standardized tests. No, those were always like I always looked forward to those days in school. Because you just had to fill in bubbles for like an hour, and then you were done for the day. Look, the only one I didn't like was what was it the uh, the ACT or the SAT? That was the big giant one. The in ACT, high school. I think. ACT, yeah. yeah. Just because that was the, is just what the East Coast, I think. Yeah. Because the first one I had I really well. On I it. I took one and I forgot my calculator, so that was that wasn't great. Uh, but so like I only got like a twenty six in math. It's like, well, I'll take it again. I don't even know what that means anymore. Uh, I, I, my overall was it was either a twenty nine or a thirty. Huh. Yeah, I had a nineteen. I had like a <laughs> what is that? Is that good? No, that's oh, okay. terrible. Yeah, I had like a I don't know. I, you I wanted like high? A, I think wasn't thirty four like the highest? I yeah, think? I had a twenty seven or twenty eight. But I took uh, the second time I took it. The first time though, I had to drive to some other fucking t- uh, town. Oh. The second time I took it though, it was fucking in Ellsworth. So it was like, oh, I, I took it in River Falls on on campus, and yeah. I had like two hours of sleep beforehand. And I thought I did terrible, and then I got my score back because I was planning on taking it again, and I think I could have done better. But then, like, I saw my score, and I'm like, "This is good enough. Yeah. We'll be okay." I always hated the re- the writing part just because you have to fucking write by hand. Yeah, it's like my handwriting is terrible. Were, wait, I'm I don't think I took the writing part. Really? Yeah. Was you it could, optional? Yeah. Oh, I think I I think I just took I took uh it was it was reading. It was something like you get extra points if you do the written point. Yeah, and I was like, they won't be able to read it anyway. 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I just looked at colleges of what the minimum they accept, and it was like 12. I was like, well, then I think I'm okay with 19. You see, yeah. I remember I thought, of, you know, maybe I should take this. I took Spanish like all four years of high school, but then I thought, but I can only say like three different sentences in Spanish oh, after all these years. That was my same thing with German. I took three years of German. No, no German. So I decided not to bother with taking the Spanish part. Yeah. Who needs those language credits anyways? Wow. I don't well and I don't need to handwrite things. I can type. Japanese was my favorite class. It was awesome. Did you get sushi? No, I'm just Japanese Cookies? class. Oh, yeah. okay. I had Japanese as an option. I like German because they gave us bratwurst and uh oh. and our sauerkraut. I remember there was, there the was a, quite a few, there's uh for quite a while we had a substitute teacher in Spanish and uh he actually literally told the class that the reason that he uh he wanted to be a Spanish teacher, and he why he majored in Spanish was because he was uh, naturally bilingual from his because of one of his parents were Spanish, so th- it was the easiest. Did a. he become your new hero? Hero at that point? No, it was like <laughs> really, this is, and now you're a teacher, and like we learned nothing. Like it, I, I think third and fourth year was finally when we started learning uh, like tenses of stuff. It's like, isn't tense like the first? I don't know. Well, isn't Japanese like you don't have tenses? Uh, yeah, there's past, present, perfect. Oh, there is. I think it's Chinese. Is Chinese? Everything is present tense. That's fucking great. And like you, you have you have to pick up the tense through like context clues. Yeah, you have to uh, change the endings of verbs to make it what tense it is. Ah, moss is now mashta. Oh, you, oh, you just change the ending of the verb. Yeah. Oh. Um, my favorite there was, class. But the, did like, you, did the you thing ever, is, oh, like, with ahead. Spanish, like, there's so many, like, they have, not only are there tenses, there's different versions of each tense for each word. So there's, like, so many different ways to do stuff. So it's a pain in the ass. Did you ever take novels? I had to have. I'm sure I did. Yeah, so there was this class uh, in high school called Novels, and that's literally all we did is you had to read a book and fill out a short questionnaire on the book. I love and, that class. Yeah, and I think like you had to read five by the end of the quarter. I think I was done with five by the end of the first week. I read all like all like, the first three foundation novels from Asimov, like, and I read I Robot, his collection of short stories. I read a lot of shit during that. that well, great. yeah, no, it was great. It was just an hour out of the day where you got to read. Pretty sure I read some. Uh, uh, the Dark Tower series, like the f- all seven. No, I only had five books at that point in time. All f- the first five of that series, it was yeah. I just read a lot. Yeah, it, it was, was. That was. A gr- I wish I could have taken that every year. <laughs> I think I can't remember who. I think somebody actually was, uh, took the uh, student. Somebody. Oh yeah, the- no, Joe Spurlock did the. Uh, he was like the student aide for that class. <laughs> I'm like, how do you be a student aide for novels? You do nothing. You just read. <laughs> That must have been great. All right. Um, after Donald Trump's spokeswoman, uh, Katrina Pearson, misremembered history on Saturday by saying that President Obama was the one who invaded Afghanistan, Twitter tried to help her uh, relearn her history. Using the hashtag Katrina Pearson History, uh, users posted tweets about important historical events, like one of the most important important moments in civil rights history was when Larry, uh, was Larry King's I Have a Dream speech. Or Obama was the one who decided to kill all those people at the Red Wedding. And Obama's uh, popularity tanked when he fired General MacArthur in the middle of the Korean War. They talk about how Obama was throwing the tea off the ships? No, but they did say Obama broke up the Beatles. (laughs) Darn it, Obama. Ruining everything. Right? You just can't say no. Yeah, it's just... That wasn't us, that was Obama. (laughs) Um, the world's longest aircraft uh, was brought out of its hangar in England over the weekend. Uh, but the first thing most people noticed about the Airlander 10, besides its enormous size, was that its front end looked like a huge butt. Uh, it's even been nicknamed the Flying Bum by the British media. At 302 feet long, the Airlander 10 is 50 feet longer than the largest configuration of the Boeing 747. The airship was originally developed by the U.S. Army for surveillance. However, the project was picked up by hybrid air vehicles in 2013 after funding ran out. 
Once it proved safe to fly, the airship could be used for surveillance, cargo, communications, humanitarian missions, and passenger travel, the BBC reported. Uh, the airship was officially named Martha Gwynn after the wife of Hybrid Air Vehicles Chairman Philip Gwynn. Like, did it look like her butt? No, I am. Well, no, I mean, like, is that like what they named it? Like, whose butt does it look like? I know who it looks like. It looks like Martha's butt. Oh, uh, what, 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 what was the uh, Airlander ten? Like, did the engineers and like all the designers just not notice that it looked like a butt, or do they just not? I well, uh, the engineers might not have cared. They probably just don't care. Yeah. Um, where is the big butt picture? Here it is. All right. Yeah, that's that's a fu- that's a fucking butt. <laughs> Yeah, that's a butt. That's a butt. I mean, it's it's not even like subtle. It's no, it's it's just a butt. Yeah, just a butt. But uh, all right. Um, let's see. According to uh, it's it's filled with uh 1.3 million cubic feet of helium and is expected to reach an altitude of 20,000 feet and for fly up to five days at speeds of 90 miles per hour. Which is impressive. I mean, it just looks like a giant well, butt. and like let's be very clear here. If this is a success, we're going to see motherfucking airships in the sky, which goddamn everywhere, which means air pirates. Somali air pirates. I, I don't think that one leads to the other. One like directly that. leads to the other. You know what? You know what we didn't have before we had ships? Pirates. Once we had ships, pirates. But we had bandits. Yeah. But they weren't pirates. I did not disprove what you said, though. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't really. <laughs> I don't really have a way of saying that, besides the fact that I don't know how they would get airships and control them very well. And yeah, well, they will build them, and they will put cannons on them. Why don't they just use all that money to, for building the airship and con, uh, keeping them in uh, control uh, instead of just using on drugs? Oh no! So what you do is you don't, if you're if you're an airship pirate, you only have to build one small airship, and then you go take over a slightly larger airship, and that's how you grow your airship armada. And then you have an airship armada, and you're the terror of the skies. Or I guess they could just, like, build one drone and have it take out the whole helium field. No, but then you don't get to capture the airship and its precious cargo. Then Which I'm assuming is just uh, gold doubloons. Yeah. Because what else would you carry on an airship? I don't know. It has to be gold doubloons. It probably does. Like definitely doubloons. At least one chest. Full. And yeah, and Spanish ones. Yeah. Do you think they'll have the, the they'll have like add a giant captain wheel like wooden one? Oh, ha- I, I you'd have to. I, no, I, I don't think they have to add that. I think that comes standard. Yeah. Like that's that's part of the standard package. I mean, if they have it look like the, a normal like uh, airplane cockpit, they're fucking up. Oh yeah, it's gotta look fucking great. It's gotta look like old timey. And I want the undercarriage to just be a wooden pirate ship. Just a wooden ship that they're dragging under. At the very least, paint it that way. Yeah. You can do that. You can pattern it. Don't make it like a fucking box. Make it look cool. Yeah. No, they're all going to be butts. Oh, no. It's it's a butt that's pooping out a ship. It's a butt pirate. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. That's my new favorite thing. There's not really a way you can get out of the fact that it's going to look like a butt the whole time. Oh, God, no. Not at all. I rode in on a giant butt from uh, England today. Oh, yeah. It took Boy, a... are my cheeks tired. Instead of taking a flight, you're going to take a toot? <laughs> took a toot to England. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's inert. You're fine. Oh, man. All right. Discussion topic for today. All right. Alternative history. So, like... What would happen if the Nazis won World War II? Or what would happen if uh, we had airships instead of airplanes? Or uh, what would happen if Donald Trump never ran for president? Like, all of these things. So many different things that could happen. That last one, is the answer is that less people would, even less people would be caring about the election. Is that really a bad thing right now? (laughs) I'm just saying that's, that's the answer. I know. No, so pose. I, we're going to start with you, Carlos. Uh, pose a question for all history, and then Matt and I will discuss it with you. What if Andrew Jackson killed more people? Because he had throughout <laughs> of all all of his time in office and beforehand a giant raging fucking murder boner. 
going on. How many people did he kill? Quite a few, like quite a few, and quite a few indirectly because he did send. Yeah, the basically the tear, the trail of tears was because of him. A decision that he made, uh, which was quite a lot of people. Uh, all those duels, all those people that he, uh, people who attacked him, like uh, came at him, uh, uh, tried to assassinate him. Like he was like, nope, none of that. I'm gonna beat you down with a cane. He killed Charles Dickinson. Wait, that can't be true. History.com. That's gotta be. That can't be true. That doesn't make. That's not true. 1806. That's wrong. Somebody, somebody's lying to you on the internet. That can't be. I would have heard of this. All of us would have heard about how. Oh yeah, the great author Charles Dickinson wrote a lot of stuff. And then Don't got, you mean Charles Dickens? And then Andrew, yeah. Oh, this oh, is yeah, okay. Dickinson. All right. All right, never mind. All right. I, we're okay. <laughs> that'd be a lot. I was sitting here like, who, who's fucking Charles Dickinson? I, I, I know I Charles Dickens. A, I made a leap. All right. Because I mean, that'd be. Something that'd be really important to learn <laughs> in like English class is that oh yeah, and he got killed by Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson hadn't killed anybody that week. He's like he was getting the the shakes. But yeah, Can't like find just a number. It just keeps listing people that he killed in duels. Yeah, like what if he killed more people? Like wasn't as subtle about it. Like oh yeah, he sent the Indians on the uh, uh, the trail of tears. He sh- killed a lot of people in duels. He beat down people with canes. But what if he was even less subtle? Like, what if he just, like, just didn't even care? Like, everyone saw him just shoot people on the street with a, a pistol. And, like, he just, yeah. He's the president. Oh, I pardon myself. That would set some really interesting precedents. Yes. Because, like, I think the, like, yeah, no, because the president would just be able to do whatever the fuck. And, like... There's been one president, well, I mean, there's been a few, like, badass presidents. There's one, there's been one president who truly just did not care, and that was Lyndon B. Johnson. And he would just, like, start talking about how big his dick was. Yeah. Um, But that would have happened way sooner. Like, you would have had Abe Lincoln being like, meh. I mean, you can do, you can pardon. I'm going to wear the biggest hat. You can pardon people as president, right? Why don't you just pardon yourself every time? I don't think you can. I don't think that's how that works. Can the president pardon himself? And how how does that pardon power work? Can they just uh, preemptively pardon themselves for the rest of their lives? I'm going to write 20 blank pardons for myself for the future. Oh, okay. Uh, the president has the power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment. So that means he cannot... Um, as long as it's not involving in being impeached. So the second he's out of office, so he could preemptively, uh, or uh, maybe uh, beforehand even, before he even gets in office, like, oh, all those like murders I committed, those are legal now. Oh, okay, I, never mind. They can pardon themselves. Oh, r- really? Yeah, but uh, that's like a guarantee of conviction, and so... They can still be impeached after they pardon themselves. They just don't go to jail. <laughs> hmm. Good that's, to know. That's great. That's kind of a big ass loophole. Like, I mean, if we're thinking about it, like you could take a you could take a marching band through that loophole <coughs> and then burn them, and they're like they're all dead. Like, oh yeah, I'm. I just uh, don't. So have to if about the that. president takes a motorcade to Fort Knox and just loads up all the gold in it. And then drives it to his house. He gets to keep it then, right? Well, who's going to even stop him, right? He's the president, and uh, he's he going to pardon himself afterwards. He has the fucking army of Secret Service agents. So, I mean, can't really do anything. And if the president bribes a police officer... Man, that is just... <laughs> I mean, they're, they're still impeached, but I mean, there's just no really fallout for that. Yeah. Well, like, well, and at that point, who cares? I mean, why didn't Richard Dixon just keep going? Man. Oh, you're going to impeach me? Well, pff, fuck it. Oh, no. So he considered uh, he considered uh, granting himself um, a pardon. That's what this thing right. um, said. Nixon did. Uh, but he was already facing impeachment, and a self-pardon would have guaranteed his conviction and removal from office. So he decided to step down instead. Oh, so you can... You can't evade the uh, No no you can't you can't you can't evade impeachment. So you can't pardon yourself out of an impeachment. 
but you can't. And you can't so you park. get you get one. You get one big ass crime when you're a lame duck. Like, why doesn't every president ever just do some massive thing? I know. Like, I don't understand. Bill Clinton's last day in office. Fucking massive orgy. <laughs> probably did. You happen. take a black light. <laughs> probably did happen. <laughs> you take a black light in there, and it looks like nope. We're having a new also, office. Also, orgies aren't illegal. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he didn't. He get. Oh, he got impeached for uh, saying. Yeah, he, for perjury. Yeah, yeah. That's that's different. And he didn't actually get impeached. It never ha- Like it never finished. Yeah. So yeah, no, he perjured himself allegedly. It was an alleged perjure. Because of uh, how think something was worded. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how he did not have sexual relations with that woman. What is the definition of what is? <laughs> what is the definition of is? Yeah. Well, uh, well, I, 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 there are there. It is a legitimate question to ask in certain circumstances, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was, that was one of them. Nope. And I mean, let's be honest. Who really cared? Wow, that'd be pretty cool, though, if our person just had one day, one th- massive thing they could just do and just get. Well, away yeah, with. no, that like that should be just a new tradition. They get one. <laughs> they get one, and then like, and then the real question is, well, and so you Wait, have does the vice president get one then too? No, when he takes over. Well, no. See that. The president. The, no. the question is: Does does the president wait until he's a lame duck to do it, or? Does he do it like preemptively and go out with a bang? Like, all right, you have a, two months to go. You you do your giant thing, like whatever, whether it was like strangling a bunch of uh, bagpipe players, for example, <laughs> and then you pardon yourself <laughs> just to see what sound came out. <laughs> you just don't like bagpipes and Scotland, but mostly the bagpipes. So, like, you then you're oh, you pardon yourself, but you're out of office. Vice person takes over. He has two months to do stuff. Like, he could... Doesn't he get one, too? Like, now that he's technically president, he would also get a pardon. I suppose. Yeah. Like, you can have but a, he's not the vice president at that point. He, he goes from vice president... Wait, no, you only get lose a president, though, if somebody's impeached, though, right? Yeah, no, but then, then, then the vice president becomes president, and so, so they're yeah. not vice president anymore. Yeah, now they're actual president. Yeah, so, so they, no, the, the, the rule still stands. So you can, like, actually, like... And you can just keep going down the line. You know, what I, you know what I think mine would be? I think mine would be a cannonball run situation. Like a race across the U.S. Or like rat race? Or rat race. Rat race yeah. would work, but I think cannonball run would be more fun. Like, I, I don't know. Which, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's uh, New York. I believe it's New York to L.A. And it's a race across the entire United States. Oh, I have heard of this. It's not a movie you're talking about. It's an it is. No, movie. it is a movie. Oh, it is. Really? Yeah. Uh, Burnt Reynolds is in it. And no, so like is that, Roger Moore. I think that's an actual race. And Jamie Farr. I don't know if that's after the fact that people actually started doing that. Like, there's actually a world record for going, like, uh, kind of doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Mainly because they lucked out and, like, had a police scanner and had people checking ahead of time. Yeah, who like everybody's in this movie, and it, it was great. But, um, yeah, I don't know, Matt. What would your uh, like if you were if you if you had one, one like crime that you could not be convicted of, but it like it'd be the last your last act as president? What would it be? Oh dear. Uh, what's illegal? <laughs> oh, or maybe steal a spaceship. Hey, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know what these buttons do, but I'm pressing them. Uh, Selfie time. Back to buttons. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What's illegal? Blow up a car. Let's blow up a car somewhere. I don't know. You, that, that's not even... You're not going to get... I don't know. They're not, that's not, they're not going to use that up for Fireworks you, on the front You steal lawn. a tank. And then blow up a car. Oh, that's not bad. I'll get Arnold Schwarzenegger to drive me around, and then I'll get to press the button. You see, the thing is, though, you could probably still go away with that. Not if you drive it down, uh, like, <laughs> just down the streets of Manhattan. Down like the, the, National Mall. Your, 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 your opponent, 
from the from the running. What if you blew up the Washington Monument with a tank? <laughs> <laughs> like let's say, like let no, let's say like you were you were running against uh, Donald Trump and then you won, and like the in the last like month of your election, then like you drive the tank and you just blow up his cars, or Trump, and his houses just throw a cannonball on Trump Tower. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Well, that'd be another one. Steal the uh, USS Constitution, the last, like, uh, wooden sailing vessel. Oh, I thought you were going to actually talk about the actual Constitution. No, no, no the USS. The uh. uni- Like, you, you steal the Constitution, and you just you just go shoot cannonballs at, like, actual Navy ships, because they won't do anything take, to them. You take the actual Constitution <laughs> and roll a massive joint. Uh, I see. Uh, I, was, I was figuring you'd just wear it as a cape. <laughs> I'm Captain America! You literally wipe your ass with the Constitution. <laughs> and then you put it back. <laughs> and this is where Carlos Shitstain Nymphs uh, wiped his ass with the Constitution. <laughs> he had a lot of Taco Bells around here somewhere. Uh, they're upstairs. Okay. Did you make a blow my nose? Oh, okay. Uh, had a lot of Taco Bell the day before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is the best loophole ever. What what would your thing be? I don't know. That wiping your ass with the Constitution, like literally wiping your ass with the Constitution, is pretty fantastic. But or the Bill of Rights, or really any of those. Just any important document, the Declaration of Independence. Like that's way better. I was just gonna say, like, uh, nuke Antarctica. Nobody's really there except the penguins. And, like, and all the researchers. And just accelerate global warming even more. <laughs> I want to see Florida sink in my term. I did it for disarmament. <laughs> and because I just want to see what would happen. Let's nuke the moon. I want to make it say my name. All in caps on the moon. See, like I feel like if we're if we're gonna allow presidents to pardon themselves and give them this one thing, I feel like there has to be some ground rules. One is no nukes. <laughs> Two is no no uh, like wanton rampage murder. Like you get like maybe two. <laughs> two murders. And they, they they have they have to be collateral damage. They can't be it can't be a direct like. But I mean when you when you steal a tank and you're blowing up the Washington Monument, somebody might get hurt. And that's not really your fault. It's theirs for being there. You see, the thing is, though, like with some things, like you kind of might have to commit multiple crimes, like too many crimes. Oh yeah, then, well, then you have to get people to agree with you, and then they would get in trouble. Well, they wouldn't get. You could pardon actually. You, you could pardon anybody involved. Yeah, like actually, you get infinite pardons. Like for there's every, not a limit. You can pardon everybody <laughs> that's not yourself involved for free. For free. Yep. But can't you just ask people to do stuff for you instead and, like, just pardon them after the fact? Isn't there just, like... There's, is there a law against that? I, I don't know how the pardon power works exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's just you can rubber stamp it. Like, uh, you're oh, so whoever you ran against, like, in the election, like, that you beat and won and, like, you just want to rub in their face. You have you ask somebody to, like, every every week, somebody, like, just does something terrible to their house... And they get whenever they get cop, whenever one of those people gets caught by gets uh, caught by the cops, you pardon them. Like so, I think somebody would catch on eventually. Well, yeah, it's like super blatant and obvious, but they can't prove that you're responsible. You're like, you could just say, "Ah, oh, I'm just doing it because fuck that guy." Well, no, actually, even if they can prove that you're responsible, you just pardon yourself. <laughs> but that would be your one pardon. That would be your one pardon. Like, the th- I think the thing is, like, you just have to kind of put it out there, like, you know, if this thing happened, to that guy. I might pardon those people. Like, how many loopholes are there for pardoning people? Like, you would probably go down in history, though, for using any of these pardons as, like, a terrible president who set a terrible precedent. What if what if you were able to secretly build a bunch of, uh, like, big stone hands and then trespass on the uh, Mount Rushmore and make it look like they're all picking their nose? <laughs> <laughs> or you turn the Washington Monument into just a literal giant giant penis. <laughs> and then blow it up with a tank. No, I really want to blow up that monument. No, you, I don't you, like it. No, you add a, uh, a fountain to the top. <laughs> so it's a giant ejaculating penis. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, make it so it's a water tower up top, painted like a. a you put a sign. And it has a big fountain, and a fountain that foams every once. You don't even have to change the sign. You just have to add on the sign from Washington, the Washington Monument to the Washington Monumental Penis. And like you, you build uh, some like domed observatories at the base of it. Well, of course, you have to have a safe. It could place. be like Mad Max, where he turns on the water every now Look, and then. That's how people get have... the water in the city. So everybody <laughs> has buckets. You have to have a safe place to hide from the ejaculate. So yes, there'd be domes at the base. <laughs> yep, that happened. Well, uh, this show has uh, just derailed. That is. That is, I think, I think the answer to that. Yeah. I think that's the most religious and politics we've ever talked about on the show. But we didn't go too far. No, and I'm, just, I'm yeah, just saying was, overall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, we, we had to bookend it. Yeah, like, we did, it, right? We, we started right. strong one way, and we had to end strong the yep. other. With the ejaculating yep. Washington Monument. Yep. Plus, I mean, it's been a very political and religious time in this country the past, yeah, the past few weeks. And now and you just got it serious. Uh yeah uh yeah I mean I really think that um if we all band together uh and we all focus on the single goal of having a giant ejaculating Washington monument yeah. I think we can make America World great again. World peace. World peace, right? Yeah, that too. Okay. Uh I was thinking about a giant ejaculating oh, okay. uh Washington monument, but yeah, world peace works too. Yeah, that um, is fun laying on the 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 National Mall there and taking the picture to make it look like it's your penis. <laughs> did me you do Pete, that? Me and Peter did that when All we were there. Right. That's pretty fun. <laughs> well worth a trip right there. That is, that is a profile pic. <laughs> did you Photoshop and make it flesh toned? No. <laughs> did you add some shrubbery? Nope. Oh, there's trees by it that work perfectly <laughs> for it, actually. <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel like we should probably get out of here. It'll only... Go- like, it's been great so far, but it's just going to get bad if we keep going. Yep. Yeah. No, we, we stop over ahead. And on a high note. And on a high note. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Sorry for being off the past two weeks. Um, we should be more consistent again. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any exciting things coming up. Uh, no, but we will be having another gaming live stream soon-ish. Uh, uh, that was fun. Uh, yeah, in the next in the next few weeks here, I'll let you know how we just gotta land on a day. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. If you want to support us, head over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindNewsStudios or uh, go to BlindNewsStudios.com and click on our Amazon link and do your Amazon shopping. Then we get a bit of a cut uh, from Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it's super easy to do. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or want to tell us what you would do with your presidential pardon, uh, go ahead and let us know at uh, feedback at facebook.com, or no, feedback at blindedstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindedstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>